Julia Newmans, I'm Josie, the Afro-Latina Regina George of Witchery, and you are tuned in to the frequency of the Lua Nova podcast, my space heater, and the Lua Report. Today's <laughs> Lua Report is on Puerto Rican superstar Raul Alejandro. I am going to refer to him as just R.A. because he has a very long stage name, and it would just be easier to do it that way, but... <laughs> Let's get started. You can know the vibes. You already know the pink unicorn in the room, which is my disclaimer. Feel free to fast forward through the disclaimer if you're already familiar with it. But the disclaimer is that a collective tarot reading is for a collective amount of people. It is not meant to resonate with every single person that listens to it. It is for who it is for. If you do not consent to having a tarot reading done for you, please fast forward. You can go ahead and get to the actual Lua report. And um, I appreciate you either way for being here. If you would like to book a personal reading with me, I always leave my email address at the end of every single episode. It's also in the show notes. And you're welcome to reach out to me via uh TikTok as well. Okay. I also leave that information at the end of the episode. Okay. I should maybe start putting that in the show notes, but I don't know. I don't even know if that's necessary. Anyway, there's no particular amount of times that I shuffle. And anytime that I do a collective reading for a celebrity, it is for entertainment purposes only since they have not given me their consent. It's not meant to be taken seriously none of the above sometimes i am extremely accurate <laughs> and that is just based on the fact that i am a great reader so and a real tarot reader so i mean i don't um do it with any ill intent or anything like that i pull one card for the audience which is you my new moons and then i pull another card for the subject <clears throat> of whoever the little report is about that week okay so that is what i'm doing and I just shuffle until I feel called to pull a card, okay? Now, whenever you book a personal reading with me, it's uh, you can choose if it's one card, you can choose the types of readings that you want, okay? I do more than just a one card pull. That's just something that I do for the show since there is limited time, okay? <clears throat> I don't want this uh, podcast to be four hours long. <laughs> anyway, so the first card that I am going to pick will be your card. What is your week ahead looking like? Okay, what is it looking like? This will resonate with who it's meant to resonate with. Your card of the week. Why is it y'all love to have <laughs> so many options? Okay, so you got a card that is oftentimes considered to be a negative, but I have always considered it to be a very positive card. The Seven of Cups. Now, what I am picking up on immediately is rather than looking at this as a negative decision, this is very much so you know the decision that you need to make. I think that this is a decision regarding your career. And you're not making it. You refuse to pull the trigger. I know that 2024 is your year. I know that 2024 is kicking off a lot of great investments, great 
financial decisions. Why can't I get that word out? Um, And financial clarity for a lot of you. But there are a few of you. I'm, I'm being drawn to an energy that this is based on one specific person, but there could be somebody else who's also kind of feeling like this. Maybe not to this extreme. But you have a decision to make that you know, yes, it's going to affect you financially, but temporarily. Okay. You have all of these daydreams and ideas of what you want your life to be. You are aware of how to manifest. We even talked about basically an advanced way of knowing that your manifestations are going to happen in the last episode. However, I'm sorry, in the last actual Friday episode where we talk about manifestation, that is where I talked about this, the pin theory, okay? And um, you can always go back to listen to that. Now, all of a sudden, my mind went blank, and I can't remember the name of that episode. But it was literally the very first episode of season two where we're talking about manifestation. So go back and listen to that episode if you need an idea of just what it means to really manifest something because it's possible for you the law of attraction and the law of assumption are very different some people choose one over the other i am a big fan of the law of assumption therefore i want you to live as though it has already happened because it has i have said this to you many times that whenever you tap into the frequency of your highest self You are simply tapping into who the universe has created you to be. The universe can encompass whatever it is that you want it to. Meaning that the universe to you may be referring to God. A universe to you may be referring to your spirit guides, deities that you work with, ancestors, etc. However, they are aware of your potential. They are constantly guiding you. I am always telling you to look for the signs. That's what angel numbers are for. That's what, you know, when you find a feather... When somebody says something to you that really resonates with you, that is all different types of signs that are meant to guide us. Okay. And so whenever you receive a sign and for some of you, maybe this is an important sign, but I'm going to give you the number seven because this is based on the seven of cups. Okay. So based on the number seven, look for that number to lead you to what your next move is okay i'm not telling you to go quit your job i'm not telling you (laughs) to have no plan what i'm saying to you is to really think this out however you've got to make a move if you don't your 2024 will begin to go in reverse you will begin to live out all of the nonsense that you were already having in the previous years okay if you want something different you have to make it so The universe is not going to do everything for you. They know your potential, but do you? I do. Okay, I see that for you. So that is your message for this week. Hey, new moons. 
I am Josie, the Afro-Latina Regina George of Witchery and the host, as well as the creator of the Lua Nova podcast and brand. I want to take a moment to say a very special obrigada, which means thank you in Portuguese to all of my new moons for helping my podcast to reach its goals, as well as whatever goals I have set for this year. Thank you so much. And I hope that any of the following ads resonate with you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now this is where the Lao uh, fans are going to really tune in, and again, I'm going to refer be referring to him throughout the episode as RA because he has a very long stage name. But <laughs> we know that he experienced a very public break breakup within 2023, and it seems to be okay. Different people will say different things. I'm not saying I'm not a fan or anything, but I'm not as big of a fan to know, you know, how he, his movements, if this is odd for him, if this is maybe um, just on brand, etc. So I know many of you may be trying to see if the reading I'm about to do will refer to his next relationship or maybe how he's currently feeling. I'm just going to pull a card based on who he is as a person and the energy that I'm picking up on from whatever the card has to say, okay? So it's not necessarily related to a relationship or anything like that. Um, based on body language and what I'm seeing, this is, you know, just on the outside looking in, I don't have any sort of expertise. I think that although this was a difficult breakup, that this is somebody who's really genuinely going to be just fine and has not met the love of his life just yet, okay? And um, that's no shade to his ex or anything like that. I'm not going to be doing an episode on her, um, but it's just to say that I, I don't pick up on somebody who is going to have such a difficult time moving on. I really don't. You know, it. we all kind of experience these different heartaches. The difference is that we're not doing it in the public eye, you know? Um, for most of us. So that's all I'm saying is that this is somebody who unfortunately doesn't get to go through that process alone and has to do it right in front of all of us. And that's okay, you know. But uh, from what I've seen, this was a, it was a cute relationship, but everything's not meant to be forever. And that's okay. That doesn't mean you hate them or anything bad, etc. And I've talked about that recently too. So the reason why I'm still talking to y'all about Raul and his um, recent relationship is because that's kind of what I'm feeling, what I'm leaning towards is kind of me too wondering what's the cheese me there, what, is there, is there more that we need to know, is there <laughs> cheese me that we are not aware of, that kind of thing. You know, why lie, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards as well. But his card. 2024 
That's what I should have said at the beginning. And again, this is for entertainment purposes only. Um, I do not have his consent, so this is just based on what I'm feeling, what I'm leaning towards, and of course, Raul can contact me just like you can for a personal reading. <laughs> his card for 2024 is, wait, is that two cards? Hold on. If there's two cards, I'm going to read both, but I just want to make sure before I, I turn this card around. Oh! Oh yes, I love it. It's the three of pentacles. <laughs> now this is not to say that he's not going to focus at all on relationships, but he's leaning more into building his craft, you know, as a singer, as a dancer, as an artist in general. It's not that he doesn't, you know, care at all about having fun or finding the right person. It's that it's not number one. It's not even number two. It is probably like number seven on his list of maybe things that he would want for his year ahead. You know, I can't even, I'm not even getting an energy of something, something like, yeah, this, that's what I want. In fact, I'm getting more of an energy of, uh, I mean, if it happens, that's cool, but I don't see it happening. Kind of very indifferent towards love and relationships very indifferent towards women right now like not even in not in a negative way just in the like i'm just kind of here having a good time but that's not my number one focus my number one focus is on building my craft doing better and maybe collaborating more with other artists we see this a lot with puerto rican artists in particular and dominican artists where they do tend to collaborate quite often um there was a not that long ago there was an interview that i was reading when i did a Lua report for um jop and he talked about that where he wished mexican artists did more of that and so that is something that is admirable about reggaeton in particular is that you know we see that there, there can be 10 people on one track and that's <laughs> that's perfectly fine and it comes out amazing and I, yes, I think that as somebody who mainly listens to Latin music, I would love to see more collaborations. And so if that's what we're going, going to be getting here from RA, then I am all about it. This is somebody who um, is quite talented. And although he's having fun, he takes his job very seriously. And his job is important to him. We see him collaborate with American artists. And when I say American, I'm not saying that Puerto Rico is not part of America. What I'm saying is like your regular Puerto Rican artist who just, I mean, your regular American artist who just speaks English and <laughs> maybe is not even in the same category. That's what I'm referring to. And, you know, for instance, like the song Airplane Tickets, which is my favorite so far of 2024. I know it came out at the end of 2023, but all 2024, I think I'm going to be playing that one. And that was a collaboration that he did with Pharrell and uh, Sway Lee. Love it. Love it. What a, that, and that's a, exactly what I'm referring to. It's seeing more uh, collaborations like that, working more on your craft. Maybe we'll see him get more into fashion since, you know, him and Sway Lee were kind of um, performing this song during the Louis Vuitton fashion show. Uh, so it's like, if that's what we're getting more of then as music fans that's impressive that's exciting we saw this with his last album though where he's he collaborates with a lot of 
artists that you wouldn't necessarily expect. And um, I can definitely see more of that. But again, when I refer to him collaborating with regular American artists, I'm referring to American artists who don't speak Spanish. I'm referring to people who are in different categories, such as R&B, such as rap, things like that. Okay. Maybe even pop things like that. Maybe we'll see like a Justin Bieber collaboration, something like that. It's kind of, you know, where I'm going with this. And I would advise him to lean more into that. <coughs> Excuse me. Right away, as I'm looking at RA's birth chart, what stands out to me is yet another stellium and yet another celebrity stellium is in capricorn he has capricorn placements all throughout his chart quite a few i think that from what i just looked at and i'm not even about to count it again there was four to five capricorn placements so as i've said to you on previous episodes with people who also had quite a bit of capricorn in their chart this is a sign of success okay that that capricorn's typically are extremely successful, extremely driven, and nothing gets in their way when it comes to success, okay? And it will be really ruthless when they do it, but it works out for them, okay? And because I have already gone over these exact same placements, because his placements on his birth chart are literally in the exact same place as I think two other um lua reports that i did so i'm not gonna go over the same thing because that can get pretty boring and stagnant but i will talk about the areas of his chart that stood out outside of that capricorn stellium okay but again as i said before this is somebody who takes their craft seriously and we will continue continue to see quite a bit of success his moon sign um his moon sign is in leo and so Whenever we see quite a bit of vibrato, quite a bit of aesthetic, and somebody who cares a lot about an appearance of things, cares a lot about their own appearance, it's not uncommon for there to be a very important Leo placement in their chart. And so being a Leo moon is complete perfection. In fact, he is one of those people where their moon sign takes over quite a bit. And um, even though he is a Capricorn sun, that Leo moon really jumps out at us whenever he's performing, whenever he is posting himself. Now we will see more of the Capricorn side of him whenever he, let's say going live or just posting, you know, maybe something personal that he's feeling. That is strategic and well thought out. He's not the kind of person who's just gonna post just to post. It, there's a lot of thought behind it and a lot of rethinking probably um even consulting others here with how to communicate what he's feeling because there is so much capricorn in his chart okay so capricorn is not the, not in a very not known for being very emotional not known for being um somebody who comes across as empathetic that doesn't mean that they're not it means that that's not something that you're going to see much of Okay, they keep that to themselves. They, they, of course, everybody has a certain level of emotion. They're really good at holding it close to the chest. They're not going to just let you see all their cards. Okay, but at Leo Moon is where we oftentimes will see that, and it'll come out in a very braggadocious or um, 
in a way that some people will not like. <laughs> they won't get it because they're going to take it as, oh, here he goes. He's, you know, we know you're hurting. We know you're upset, but here you are acting like you're not acting like you're just fine. That's that Leo moon. Okay. And that's also that Capricorn sun and these heavy Capricorn placements, not really wanting just anybody to see that side of him. However, let's look at his Venus sign. His Venus sign, which is how we communicate within relationships, that's that energy that we're going to carry in relationships, is in, in a, a very emotional Pisces. Okay. So this is a Pisces Venus. <laughs> so when he is in relationships, there's so much love there. There's so much emotion there. But with all water signs, whenever they are done and that water runs out, they are done. They are done. They are okay. It, it may be something that hurts them in the long run. It may be something that they don't want to talk about. There might be something that really stuck with them about that relationship. But they will always, especially if they have this much Capricorn in their chart, make it to where you would never really know that. Even if you're close to them, you would never pick up on that energy from them. Okay. And so I think that because his Venus is in Pisces, that this relationship that he had was very much so real. It was very, was not made, was not a PR relationship, was not just made for the public. This was something that he went wholeheartedly into and really felt something there. However, that Capricorn energy really took over. That's what I'm seeing here. I'm not blaming him and saying he was wrong. I don't know anything about that relationship. All I'm saying is that anybody with this much Capricorn, they've got big goals. They don't want anybody in their way. And if that person is not on board or that person is maybe not understanding um, of where they're wanting to go, then it's going to start to kind of pull at that relationship. And that is the energy that I'm picking up on. To end this um, section, well, to end, close out all of this, I want to talk about something that really energetically stood out to me because I don't think that Ari really thought about this. Um, and if not, I hope he hears this, this section. So we know that he has an album called Saturno um, and which translates in English to Saturn and he mentioned in an interview that it is because his mother always said that he is from another planet so I don't know if it is a coincidence that he named it Saturn <laughs> but his birthday is January the 10th Saturn will move into the sign of Aquarius January the 10th on his birth chart, Saturn is in Aquarius. <laughs> That's not a bad thing whatsoever, because what that means is when it comes to his music, I want him to lean into that Saturn in Aquarius energy. Saturn is a planet that is very practical, that is very much so about getting things done. It is very comfortable within the sign of Capricorn. So once again, no coincidence that a Capricorn <laughs> might have a Saturn in Aquarius because although he is very has a very serious side whenever it comes to business whatever it comes to his job this is somebody who thinks way outside the box who understands maybe whatever craft they're into in a way that most of us will never really get they see things from different aspects and people will will refer to that as being like an alien as being 
strange, different, odd. I mentioned this with Carol G before uh, because I see the same thing here. The difference is that because there's so much Capricorn energy here that this gets utilized in a way that is similar to how I talked about Fade and how um, that's somebody who thinks way outside the box. I could see a dynamic collaboration between those two in particular. Very similar energy, very so much outside of the box that m many people won't even get it. Okay. And maybe even combining genres um, in us in one song, you know, and I love when people do that. Um, and a lot of the time, the reason why I pick musical artists is because energetically we we focus a lot on the frequency of music. And so this is someone who really understands the frequency of music in a way that an Aquarius would. And they understand the feeling of the music the rather than the words. The words are important, but not so not as much as just the feeling of it. This is why he's so so good at dancing. He's so good at expressing himself in that way. Okay? And so I would say as somebody with a Saturn and Aquarius, January the tenth in particular, on your birthday is a good day for you to really think about that next album I don't care if you just write it down make a note of it put a note in your phone something of, of, around that because that next album if you lean into that energy is going to be huge for you okay so that that's an energy that I'm picking up on we've seen this uh, with what's his face who we don't mention on this show with one of his albums being massive and changing his whole life course because of it. That is what this could do for for a while if he leans into that Saturn and Aquarius energy. Obligada. That means thank you in Portuguese yes, one more time. Obrigada or obrigado to all of you. Thank you so much for tuning into the frequency of the Luanova podcast, the Lua Report. A very special thank you to the Raul Alejandro fans because you actually inspired this episode and why I decided to do it. I love the energy of his fans in particular. There's a lot of love there. They, they really are wanting him to do well and I love to see that. It's not like how I see other fan bases that are attacking other fans. This is all about him. And so that energy made me want to do this episode. Um, his birth chart, having so much Capricorn placement, made this episode a little bit lighter than what I wanted it to be. So uh, the next little report, I'll try, <laughs> I'll try my hardest to, to find somebody with a Zodiac that I haven't covered yet. There is a Brazilian artist that I want to cover. I just am waiting to, to do that for her. I want to wait just a little bit. Uh, I think many of you have already guessed who she is, but... <laughs> <laughs> that will come this season, okay? But a very special obrigada to all of you. Say it to yourself. Say it to other people. Say it to all of your favorite artists. Say it to R.A. in particular for um, all that he's working on for you because he is going to be working on some really amazing music within the coming year between 2024 and 2025. That music is going <laughs> next level. We're You're going to... It's going to blow you out of your, your chair. You're, you're going to love it. I can feel it. I don't know why. I will I will stand on that. I'm going to stand on business when it comes to that, okay? <laughs> if you would like to book a personal reading with me, you can reach out to me at luanovapodcast at outlook.com. You can also follow me on TikTok. You can reach out to me there as well. 
My username is Josie the Mustang on TikTok, and it will come up as Luanova Podcast. That's how you'll know it's me. Look for the Brazilian and Mexican flag. That way you know that it is me. I do not do readings on TikTok, so if anybody ever reaches out to you, that is a scam. Do not fall for that. In fact, I don't reach out to anybody to do readings. You have to reach out to me first, okay? If you are listening to me on any sort of an app that allows you to give my show a rating, please give my show a five-star rating and review. I will talk to you again this Friday. I don't know what I'm teaching this week, but just come ready, class. Come with your notebooks, all of the above. (laughs) Ciao.